You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. I'm around there, I think. Welcome back. Beck QL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here with you on a Thursday NFL Week 10 start. Tonight, Brian Baldinger will join us next hour to talk about Week uh, 10 in the NFL. And uh, we will look towards survivor picks. Where's Joel going to go this week? And uh, are the Ravens an option tonight if you haven't used them? So we'll get to that. Uh, and I guess I have to defend my power rankings here. Let's uh, l- let me do that off the top, oh. and then we'll get to some dogs oh. that we like this weekend. All right. So I'm just to- I'm just chuckling as I see on my timeline that Aaron Rodgers is reaching out to Odell Beckham. So he squeezed time in, in addition to talking to Joe Rogan. He's now talking to OBJ. Both doctors. Let's, let's bring Dr. Beckham to Green Bay. You just, to get his waved, you just waved your hand like you were so sick of 12. Um, I am. And, and the Horvat defending of him is just quite All amusing right, at this what? point. Time out. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Horvat versus Florio. Who you got? Who's going to win this battle? My favorite part is Florio responding to Horvat. So I think the tweet was something to the effect of like Horvat said, imagine thinking this is the biggest story in the NFL or something to that accord. He, does, and, he tweets that every day. Yes. Yeah, and then Florio responds to Ryan Orbach saying, imagine thinking it's not. And I, look, oh, I, don't yeah. care, I don't care what Florio writes. We, we like, but guess what? He knows what he's doing. He tweeted yes. last week, he got like 14 million clicks on these dumb Aaron Rodgers posts. Every mm-hmm. little nugget he's breaking down. You know why? Because people will click it because they want to read about this. So, I mean, Florio knows what he's doing. Yes. What like I, some of these Packers fans out in the social media streets, they're like, he just does it for, for it's all clickbait. Yes. Duh. You're an idiot. Like you really think that he should be writing just as many Kirk Cousins COVID stories as Aaron Rodgers? Let me think. Which one are people interested in? Of right. course he's going to keep writing about it. I would write about it too. What do you think gets more clicks? That or any matchup going on this weekend? The Aaron Rodgers stuff. How much is Aaron Rodgers, just think about it, how much has Aaron Rodgers catapulted the Pat McAfee show just by being a weekly guest? Oh, He's yeah. made them so much money. It is insane. I mean, like, what, 70,000 people were watching live last week? Live. Rodgers came so on, on a Friday. Not... Did Horvat respond again? Was there more? I don't know. I don't. Let me check. I love this. If we were to power rank our, our the feuds that we've had on the Beck UL network, right? Like Joe and Chelsea's probably That's number one. That's the best one. one. That's. I mean, Quentin no. Horvat Florio is number one. Well, I was gonna say Quentin tried to come at us. It was it was a miss with the whole Wizards thing. Like you know, he could they could try to come at us. But I, I yeah. thought I, I thought Horvat versus Florio just jumped up the rankings yesterday significantly. Um, I I would gladly concede it to be number one, but I will say I. And I'll tell Ryan this, that I think it's it's just pandering to the Packers followers that he has on Twitter. So he's just going to keep going after Florio. Oh. And, you know, Rodgers is his guy. He's his guy forever. So he's going to defend him no matter what, even though we all know he doesn't agree with some of the – I'd hope he doesn't agree with some of the crap that he was spewing on the Pat McAfee show. But, um, I mean, yeah, but I think it's a bit. That's the thing. Okay. I don't think he so really not- believes what he's saying. Yeah, okay, that makes some sense. All right. Well, I believe what I'm saying, that the Titans okay. right now are the number two team in pro football, number two in my power rankings yesterday. So I um, I texted Zach my power rank because I was going to be on yesterday, but I, I figured, you know, when we put up the graphics or whatever and goes on Instagram or wherever we, we put these out, Twitter, that I'll, I'll throw mine in too because we've been doing this every week, so we'll, I'll keep it up. So yesterday I, I went Cardinals one, 
Titans two, Ravens three, Bucks four, Bills five. And I'm, I'm hearing that this this Titans uh, selection here is, is getting beat up on the show. That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was not beat up on the show because I was not aware of uh, I was not aware of your power rankings until I saw the graphic that was tweeted out uh, on uh, BetQL app okay. later in the day. So I asked it was after not the, beat show, up on the show, like, what happened to Joe G's power rankings? Did he send them in? <laughs> so here's my defense of the Titans: five wins in a row. They two, are the hottest. Two. F- fairness, each of us have the Titans in our top five. We both happen to put them at number four. Okay, so I had them at number two. Five wins in a row. One of their two losses this year is against the number one team in my rankings, the Cardinals. That was in week one. Their other other loss is the Jets. Right, they lost (laughs) the Jets. But since then, all they've done is dominate. They bounced back, and that day they didn't have either wide receiver. It was a weird game. It just was a weird game. The Bengals also lost the Jets, right? The Jets have this weird, like, hey, we'll just beat good teams once in a while thing about them. And the other thing that impressed me is who they're beating. I mean, they're beating good teams, or at least, you know, the Colts are probably mediocre when they're good, but they're beating. So if they win this game on Sunday, here, here's a wild stat for you. If they win this game on Sunday, they'll have five straight victories over playoff teams from last year. You know the only team in NFL history to do that, the 0-3 Eagles? And that was an Eagles team that went to four straight NFC title games. So, like, that was a tremendous team that year in, year out was good. Titans are really good. You know, maybe they're a little they high, but I... I didn't know who else to put two. The Bills embarrassed themselves last week. The Bucks were off. I just the Ravens I thought about, but and the other thing I'll throw in there is I think the Titans are five and one in the AFC against the conference. We I think we've established that conference is better top to bottom. Maybe it doesn't have the great team at the top or two or three at the top, but what they have eleven teams in the AFC, five wins or more. So if you're five and zero oh against that conference, that's pretty good. There's not many bad teams there. They're the hottest team in the NFL. That's undeniable. Okay, so th- that's something that we all have to agree with. But th- th- we were addressing that yesterday. Every time a team is playing well enough, and you bump them up, you bump them up, you bump them up, they get to the top three, they start losing. That's the story of the NFL, which I think is so fascinating about these power rankings from week to week. The reason I couldn't go higher than four on the Titans, despite their seven and two record, point differential is eighth in the NFL at right. plus forty-four. The Jets' loss is rough to remove from my brain. Total DVOA, they're 14th in the NFL. And the offensive output that we saw this past Sunday. Like, that's tough, getting less than 200 yards. And I don't, I'm not saying it's going to happen this week. I'm not saying it's going to happen in the next couple of weeks. But it feels like when, when you're winning games based on extreme success in the red zone and creating turnovers on defense, that's going to stop at some point. It's not going to continue at this alarming rate. It probably will. Uh, And this is is a tough week. I mean, the Saints are good. The Saints play good defense. So we'll see how that game goes. All right, let's hit a couple of these uh, underdogs that we're looking at this week. And it's it's incredible. What are we at? We're over 60%, I believe, underdogs against the spread this year. It's just, it's 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 ridiculous how how many times we do this every week. Like, Oh, well, they're, they're at this point, dog. Well, they're usually covering here. So who are the underdogs we're looking at this week that we like? Obviously, tonight, Miami plus seven and a half is one we could go to. There are one, two, three, three double-digit dogs this week. We're looking at the Panthers ten and a half with P.J. Walker. By the way, we can mention it here. It sounds like Cam Newton and the uh, the Panthers are talking. Not for this week, obviously. I can play yeah, this week, here. but... Yeah, well, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to talk about it if he plays next week. Okay, so 
it's funny. I was thinking about this just big picture on what we've seen this year. Uh, in the first few weeks, it was all underdogs when me and Paul had a crazy start to the season going 9-1 and one in the contest. It was all underdogs. And then things leveled off a little bit. Then we had an insane run of favorites. Remember, three straight weeks. The books yep. lost a lot of money. And now the last two weeks, once again, it flipped back to the underdogs. So the underdogs go 10-4 and four against the spread last week. Last two weeks, they are 27-1. and one. In the last two weeks, the underdogs have a winning record of 15-13. and 13. It is wild. So I think it's going to flip again. But is it this week? As I, as I'm going through the card, I do find myself landing on a lot of a lot of underdogs. We, we talked about the Browns Patriots game, and I don't even think the Browns are going to be an underdog once we get there. Here's a big number, a big number, and I'm not saying I'm betting on it, but I understand. I hear a lot of people making the case for Atlanta at Dallas, a supreme bounce back spot for Dallas. Let's see what they got. They're trailing thirty to nothing to the Broncos at home along with many others we talked up arthur smith in the offseason and they won't have ridley once again he's out at least a few weeks but they're turning it on offensively and what they did last week i'm not just going to chalk it up to randomness or a, a tight divisional matchup that's a top defense in the nfl the saints are a top five defense and look at what atlanta has done uh i here's an amazing stat the Falcons are fourth in EPA per pass play behind Arizona, the LA Rams, and Tampa Bay. Atlanta's fourth. Like, I don't know if it's Matt Ryan turning back the clock, a little bit of Arthur Smith. Whatever it is, now that we're halfway through the season, have a larger sample size, you see them getting better offensively every week. It's a shootout. This feels like a shootout, Aaron. A lot of points in this yeah. game. Uh, okay, so I have a question. I don't know if this is crazy, but what if you take one of these big underdogs and just or tease a few of them to like 18 or whatever? I don't, you know what oh, I mean? Like up. Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Just even more like, you know, the Jets, the football team, Atlanta and put them in teasers and just give yourself. I mean, I know it's a little crazy. The value might not. Be, I don't know what the value is. I haven't tried to play around with it, but. I mean, the goal is to win, right? Yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> here, here are two. How about the Lions up to 14 and a half and the Falcons up to 15 and a half? The Falcons I like game, I would not tease because the total is so high. Mm -hmm. So those those are tougher to cover because you're obviously going to have a lot of more points and it could be it could be all one way with Dallas. And then what was the other game you just mentioned? The Lions. That's the Jets why you would get, want oh, to Lions. tease them up, right? If it's one way or no? You think it'll be well, really, really it crazy. It okay. could be 40 okay. to 10 is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, um, And, and then these the... teams, well, we hit in Survivor. That's coming up. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksford. We'll talk through Survivor on the other side for Week 10 in the NFL right here on BetQL Daily. NFL Week 10 is here, and FanDuel Sportsbook wants you to get the most out of every play. That's why they're giving everyone a $10 risk-free bet every week. Thursday night is a great opportunity to give it a try. All you have to do is bet a same-game parlay bet with three legs or more, and if your bet doesn't win, FanDuel will pay you back up to $10. One I love for this week, how about Philadelphia traveling out to Denver? This feels like a low-scoring game. I will take an anytime touchdown with Jalen Hurts of the Philadelphia Eagles, and I like Denver. On the money line. There's no feeling like they on a same game parlay bet. So lock in your bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook. Get up to 10 bucks back if your bet doesn't win. 
New to FanDuel Sportsbook, sign up today. Promo code BETQL. That's promo code BETQL so they know I sent you. 21 and over. Present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Minimum bet $25. Max bonus $35. Visit online real money wager for risk-free bet. Refund and bonus issued is non-withdrawable site credit that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.